Hey, this is the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 112. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today, we're going to take a break from the arc of the lovable losers in order to talk about MF to Calgary. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back with... Uh, well, I guess it's not with the arc of the lovable losers. As I said in the intro, we're going to take a little break from it. We're going to talk about MF and Calgary, tell some of the stories about meeting up with you guys and rocking some games. And we've got a big time special announcement to make. And uh, yeah, it's going to going to be one of those shows where we just kind of shoot the shit, tell some stories, and uh, hopefully entertain y'all. Yeah, dude, MF and Calgary. I said on the CCO pre-show before here that I'm still recovering. I actually slept in today. Dang. I shut my alarm off today. We record on Saturday mornings typically because we're responsible adults. That's right. <laughs> no cartoons for us. Damn yeah. it. Mm. I watch my cartoons Monday and Friday with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I slept in and I flew out of bed. And I'm like, oh, shit, 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 shit. I got to go get Brando. And then you were already at the station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to walk bad. down here with uh, CCO dog, Big Urse. She's sleeping over by the door right now, so if you hear her whine or shake, that's what that noise is. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just scratching my eye because it's, like, glued shut. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I don't know if allergy season's coming or, I don't know. 100% 100% there is there's one birch tree in my neighborhood and I can already just feel you my skin you can already just, feel your skin turning into like sandpaper the dude from Fantastic Four yeah <laughs> the thing yeah am I talking about the fl- the thing or the human flame I think both would be appropriate yeah they one of them is how I look and one of them is how I feel <laughs> yeah shit that's a real life thing yeah it is um MF from Calgary crazy super good announcements Announce, see what we did there? It's like we read the commander and then we talk about a bunch of other stuff, but instead we said what we're going to talk about, and now we're going to talk about a bunch of other stuff. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, we're that, terrible, that huh? other stuff, we've got uh, social media coordinates and then some shout outs. Yes, sir. Do it. Social media coordinates. We are CCO Podcast and CCO Brando on Twitter and tappedout.net. That's where you can see any list that we talk about throughout the course of the show. Still a couple weeks to get your lovable loser suggestions in. Another way you can send those suggestions in is commandercookout at gmail.com. That's where you can send us love mail and hate mail or show suggestions. No nudes. No nudes. You can also find us anywhere better podcasts are found. That's your iTunes, your Podomatic, your Google Play, your Podbean, all those places. You can also find us on Flipside Gaming, where CCO Podcast promo code CCOFU will get you 10% off your entire order store-wide. You can also find us on edhrec.com, or for a full and super-duper detailed list of places you can find us on the internet, you can check out our official official home on the internet, commandercookout.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that for a while. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of episodes in the bank. We did. Um, because mm-hmm. we 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 needed to record like two episodes one day, and that was to fit a bonus show in. Yeah. And then we needed to record two episodes another day so we could skip recording one weekend to go to Calgary. Yep. And... We had to record on a Wednesday in there, too. Wednesday for- night in there to fit something else in. Yeah, we are... It's uh, it's not the what is the the life of the life of a uh, the God. life of pie? No, that's a book. That's a terrible book. Uh, Jan Martel. Mm. I met him. No, I didn't. I skipped the soccer game that we were playing because I was hungover, <laughs> and then everybody met Jan Martel. 
Yeah. He's a Canadian author. I don't know if anybody yeah. knows or cares. Wrote a story about a guy on a boat with a tiger. Oh, yeah. It became a movie. Yeah. He's the tiger, by the way. Spoiler alert. Who is? Pie. The tiger's all in his mind. I never read it. Yeah. And the other animals that are on the boat, it's like Noah's Ark, and then the tiger's eating all these. It turns out he's a cannibal. Wow. I saved you a lot of time just then. The book isn't my cup of tea. So I just ruined it for everybody. You know what Jan Martel book that I did like was the facts behind the Helsinki Rocka models. It's about a guy who's dying of cancer and him and his friend like make a story based on every year from 1900 to 2000. It sounds super depressing. It actually is. It was super sad. And I saw the play. Very Neat. moving. Neat. We are not a Jan Martel podcast. We certainly are not. We're also <laughs> not a theater podcast. <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Yes. Magic the Gathering cards were played in MF and Calgary, but before we go there, shout outs? Shout outs. We have three new patrons to announce. Cool. We are very grateful. We certainly are. We are very grateful for Callum Brown. Callum Brown. We talked about him on the pre-show. He probably even watched the pre-show. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, there's two directions that we can go here. There's two directions. We can call him a piece of shit because his last name is Brown and pieces of shit are brown mostly or we can mention that he has some kind of association with the Cleveland Browns in which case he still sucks exactly it's still <laughs> calling him a piece of shit so uh welcome aboard Callum that's all I'm going to say yeah Callum he uh he frequents the uh CCO altar auctions on Facebook cool yeah so big shout out to him for that as well and his yeah. girlfriend they are I don't know if they both listen I know that Callum listens and uh, we are slowly pimping out their decks. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very excellent. Happy that I can help by being here on the show and Ryan does all the hard work. That's how I like to help. <laughs> yeah. Is I get some of the credit and somebody else does all the work. Yeah. That's a good way to go through it's, life. It's it's funny <laughs> because it's the opposite of how it works at your actual job. Yeah, exactly. Where you do all of the work and, and your boss gets all of the credit. I get virtually none of the credit. Yeah. He's actually the guy on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, joke's on you. <laughs> Next shout out, Jeff Say. What's he say? His name is Say. Say what? Say. What? I don't know where to go with this. Now who's on first? What? You heard me. I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Am I too old? Is that joke too old? Who's on first? Yes. <laughs> the guy's name is who? Yeah, what's his name? Oh. Who? The guy on first base. Yeah, that's what I asked you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, is that from a movie? Uh, I don't know. I'm not that old, man. <laughs> Jeff Say. Jeff Say. Uh, Jeff, who's on first say? Yeah. Sure. I like it. Jeff, welcome aboard. Thank you very much. Indeed. <laughs> uh, final shout out. Uh, sort of. Anthony Given. What's he given? He's given her. Like Larry Ooh. and Diener from Fubar. Oh, I like that. I wonder if he's Canadian. Oh, I hope so. Then he can use that line. You said the line earlier. What was what was the line? Say the um, line again. I always have to think about it unless I'm hammered. If you can't handle me at my dog fuckingest, you don't deserve me at my givener. Yeah. Larry see? and Diener. I do. Do non Canadians know about Fubar? I assume so. It's a it's a it's a show. CCO podcast and CCO Brando on Twitter. Get at us if you know about Fubar. Send us your Fubar. Uh, memes. Oh yeah, memes are fun. I like memes. I want to roll a, a I want to roll a foobar into a magic meme. How do we combine those two things? Because I love it. Uh, I love both those things. Give me time. We'll come up with something. Yeah. Yeah, man. Final shoutouts. Final shoutouts. Um, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Lenny and Steven. Lenny and Steven, official what Commander Cookout dude bros. Dude brother-in-laws. Yeah, there we go, <laughs> yeah, dude bro-in-laws. They actually flew up from Sacramento. Yeah, dude. To come be at the GP with us, and they stayed in-house CCO. Yeah, we had the CCO house. It was an Airbnb in like the... I don't know if it was a, it wasn't a ghetto, but it was like. It was kind of an industrial area. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of train tracks and warehouses and the highway. And then like three this blocks of houses. This old shitty diner that you and I ate at. Yeah, dude. <laughs> there was like this community center, but it looked like, like a domed old water reservoir building from the 50s. It was very strange. It was a strange place. And there was that dog trying to eat us. Yes. Over the fence. It was, just, it was a weird place that we stayed. The house was beautiful. We had a great stay. Uh, but it's just, it was, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Because Inglewood's like typically like your really kind of trendy neighborhood, unless you stay where we did in like South Inglewood. <laughs> yeah. Because we're, we're gangster. Yeah. South Central Inglewood is where we stayed. First, uh, first Magic Fest Calgary story, and then we'll move to our big announcements. Okay. Because I'm sure people are chomping at the bit. Um, so when I send people uh, envelopes with altered cards in them, whether it be from them commissioning them or buying them by auction or whatever it is, I put like a piece of bristle board in the envelope to keep it from bending. I I put them in top loaders and stuff, but you know how envelopes get beat up. I just stiffen them up, right? Yeah, dude. So sometimes I write little notes on them. Like if I'm sending one to Toronto, I'm like, go Blue Jays or Flames or Leafs or whatever you're into, right? Um, On Lenny and Stevens because they're patrons of the show and they're our friends now and they came to Calgary. All this stuff, I've written him written him a couple notes. Ooh. And one of them I wrote, Calgary or bust. <laughs> and for whatever reason, he put it up like on the mirror in his bathroom, like a goal setting thing. And they went from, oh yeah, that would be fun. Look at Ryan's just being a goof, whatever. To like, hey, that would be actually fun to go. To, hey, do you think we could actually afford to go? to hey yeah we're going to calgary <laughs> it's like it's calgary or bus dude we are going that's awesome and then they came it was super cool yeah so they were great guys su- we had a great time fun. with them i'm a- I actually i was telling kyla this when we got back like i'm actually sad that they live in sacramento and we can't hang out with them more you know what's funny is they are not sad that they live in california oh they're definitely not they are not because you know what it did since we've been back it snowed here yeah. You know where it didn't snow? California. Yep. It's like, going to rain today like and it'll ever. probably freeze. And yeah, and it uh, probably didn't rain in California. And if it did, it was probably gentle and warm and just nice. Yeah, it was like actually nice. And here it's just going to like pound needles of ice out of the sky. Yeah, I forgot my compressor outside in the driveway yesterday because I live in the country. It's it, frozen now. It's going to freeze into a small cube. Shit. An- announcements? Announcements. This is much more positive than freezing rain. Goddamn right. It mu- most things are more positive than freezing rain. So do you, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Go ahead. Do you want... Uh, I thought you were going to want to do it. Now you do it. Okay. How do I start? It's like we didn't plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we totally... We spent the whole morning planning and now it's just... You're well, expecting we, me to we, damn do we it. We spent the whole month planning and then <laughs> this morning was how we were going to tell everybody. Um, okay. We are... Just two guys. Brando and Ryan. Just Brando and Ryan. Big Urs is under the table. She's not helping that much. Yeah, she doesn't count. Yeah. Commander Cookout has grown to be popular, successful. We we look at it as a success. We're very proud and fortunate. Yeah, and we are very thankful to all of you guys for coming on the ride with us. Very much so. And we have a little bit carved a niche in doing like really fast 
paced deck techs. Yeah, dude. And we have the bonus show once per month that like fits in a set review or a random topic that goes along with the arcs of episodes, but we are looking to provide CCO Nation with more. Yeah. And we did the YouTube thing. It's good. It's we, fun. We are doing the YouTube thing. And that's not going anywhere. Yeah. We're going to keep going with those. Sorry for the lack of content there. That's mostly, uh, well, it's part, it, recently it's my fault. It's Kyla's birthday today. Oh, yeah. And then tomorrow's WrestleMania. So our weekend's just totally, totally screwed. Our so, whole month this month was totally screwed with all those bonus episodes or all yeah. those like extra shit that we had to record. Yeah, so we're just going to – we'll start recording again next week and we'll be back with you. We got open flippies coming up. Oh, yeah. We got Commander – Candid Commanders coming up. It's it's going to be good. Now, we're, we're beating around the bush a lot to maybe build some, some hype and some anticipation. The point is none of our current content is going anywhere. Correct. And it's probably going to get better. Always. What we are planning – is to start a second podcast together. Yeah. So it's called Commander Ad Populum. Ryan came up with the name. He's very proud of it, so I figured I'd give him the credit. Hey. And it's what it is, is it's a commander podcast by the people for the people. Who are you? And what we're going to do is we're going to fill in some of the gaps that we don't really get a chance to talk about on Commander Cookout Podcast, and we're going to do... Community topics, like whatever you guys would like to hear us address, whether it be something about a new format coming out, like there's the rumbles of this, what's it called, Oathbreaker? Yeah. Or if you want us to talk about old sets or issues within a play group or issues that maybe are a little bit more personal where you're struggling with depression or something that and magic has helped you. All those things are things that we have thoughts on, have experience with, would love to talk about with you. We just don't really have space for it here. So we're going to make a little niche over here and feel free to come along with us for the ride. We're going to have a full write-up ready for you guys on our website uh, that'll have all the kind of the information and the show goals and all that stuff in the next little while. Yeah, this show is going to come out like on uh, the 9th of April? Yes. And we hope to have this venture launched by May. Yes. So there's a little bit of pre-recording, a little bit of planning, a little bit of production that needs to happen, and uh, a little bit of setup. We got another announcement to make, and there's a little bit of setup with that. But uh, Brando's right. It, it's maybe a little bit more of a general interest magic show. Like, I think you and I are EDH players through and through. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't mind a good cube draft. I don't mind discussing limited or like magic in general. Yeah. I love modern and legacy, but not really playing it because I don't want to spend the money on it. Can't afford it. Yeah, that's a thing for real. <laughs> um, but all of those things are, are like experiences that we can pull from to, like Brando said, talk about a play group, talk about your life outside of magic and how it how it's affected you or how magic's helped you or molded you. Yeah. Right? Like it's it's... The game is like more than just a game for most people. It's part of their culture with their friends. It's part of their lifestyle, right? Yeah, it's kind of what we do. If we didn't play Magic, we wouldn't know each other. If we didn't play Magic, we probably wouldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd, we'd drink beer and watch wrestling. and Like now, there's oh, all kinds yeah. of things that we probably never would have met had we not been playing Magic together. Oh, yeah, shit. Maybe I'd do lots of stuff if I didn't play Magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'd have if I didn't play Magic? 
Money. Money. <laughs> money. <laughs> money. And that's well, maybe that's part of it, right? Yeah. Is is that's the that's the, the 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 kind of stuff that maybe we'll talk about. Could be. You know what I would love to talk about is the change in the landscape of EDH over the last year. Die. That that's going to be within the first few episodes of the show. See, we've pulled CCO Nation a little bit on this already. We've done a little bit of research on what our core audience feels like the game is at or where it's at and where it's trending. Yeah. So we've got some intel on that. And of course, going to, in the last year, we've gone to four events, two Magic Fests and two smaller local events that were uh, hosted, we a couple hundred people each. Yeah. Um, so we've, I don't know, that's, that's a small sample size, but I think it gives you a good lay of the land. And it's growing. We'll go to more of those as we can. Yeah, I want to go to Phoenix. I'm going to go to Tokyo. I also want to go to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's that. And the other announcement that I mentioned is, again, we're only two dudes. So we've got, uh, for us, a big, busy arc coming up. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what it is? Where you're going to do... I wish I had a drum roll. I'll get a drum roll, maybe put it in post. We're going to do the Ark of the Audience, part two. Oh, baby. Revenge of the Audience. Ooh, I like that. Yes. So Ark of the Audience last year was by far our most popular Ark ever. Yeah, people, you guys really seemed to to dig on that. So we're going to just double dip and do it again. We got hammered by emails. We got hammered on Twitter. We got hammered on Facebook. And that's all great. That's excellent. But like last year, a year and a half ago or whenever it was, was when we were smaller than what we are now. Yes. And I don't know if we'll be able to keep up with the <laughs> the answering of emails and all of that jazz. So what we've what we've decided to do to help us manage this is open up a Discord channel or or server. Discord server? I I I don't know. I'm I'm learning it as you are learning it. So Okay, yeah, we are not the most familiar with Discord, but I have downloaded the app on my computer and phone and we're linking it to our Patreon because the patrons of a certain level do have preferred deck lists. That is a thing that helps us manage how many lists that we can look at because there are lots. There are lots of them that come in. If you're not a patron, we still do look at every list that comes in. 100%. And and we're going to use the ones that we think are going to be the most fun. So if you're not a patron, that's fine. Keep sending them in. CommanderCookCode at gmail.com is probably the preferred way of getting them to us. Yes. We look at every single one. And we're we're gonna pick. I don't know how many we're gonna do. I don't know. We, we could do like a hundred of them, probably. Yeah, we could just do your guys's lists for the rest of the year. Done. Done. <laughs> See you in twenty twenty. But uh, yeah, so but send them in, please, and we'll we'll take a look at them, and we're we're gonna have a, a lot of fun in the next few weeks. Very much so. And the last thing to that end is, if you have already sent lists into commandercookout at gmail.com, they're still there. We have a folder for them. Yep. As long as the deck is updated on whatever link you sent, we'll see the most up to date version of that deck. If you are a patron or become one and would like to send it into the Discord or through the Discord server, that lets other people in the same server also see it, right? So maybe some of CCO Nation can can become better uh, connected or integrated with each other. Maybe that'll end up being really good for you guys. Yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe people looking at your deck list, you get some suggestions from people who even aren't us because we're, we're brilliant and awesome and everybody loves what we say. Ah. We're not always right. Oh, oh yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh, yeah, uh, correction from last week? We haven't had one of those in a while. Either nobody's called us out on our stupid crap, or uh, maybe we're we're just good. I don't know. I'm going to assume we're good, but ah, last week we did. I'm going to assume that we're terrible. Yeah, and we're that the worst. everybody's just really nice and kind of <laughs> just turns a blind eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, last week we said that you could reanimate Blightsteel in response to its shuffle trigger going in. Yes. But its shuffle trigger is a replacement effect. Yes. So instead of being placed into the graveyard, it automatically just goes into your library instead. Which is both terrible for the interaction we were using it for, but it's pretty cool in other ways because that means you can't get it by removing the graveyard in response yeah. to going in there. Yeah, that's a thing. Maybe um, maybe Eldrazi Titans or something that just like randomly shuffles itself back in on, on a trigger. You yeah. can still get that with um, Shallow Grave was the card we were talking about. Yeah. Yep, that's fine. Um, Blightsteel, still good. Yeah, it's still a good <laughs> card. So don't uh, not play them based on that one interaction not working the way we thought it did. Y- what you said. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think I think that's everything. So we got Commander Ad Populum out of the way. Commander for the people, by the people, for the people. We got that out of the way. We got our correction, some shout outs. Yep. We hinted at MFN Calgary a couple times. Uh, the studio next to us is getting painted now. I hope it's not noisy. I agree. I think that painting is not noisy. Unless they're using one of those, what do you call those? Things. Spray cannons. If they yeah. paint the room with a cannon, or there a, probably isn't a room left. Or a rail gun. <laughs> <laughs> that was our inside joke from, from Calgary was rail guns, and I forget the other thing. But. Yeah, I think if you go on a road trip with your magic dude bros, you got to have an inside joke, right? Yeah. Rail ours, guns. Ours was rail guns, because rail guns are just crazy. Yeah, I mean, like an actual rail gun, but also you could use rail gun in many innuendos. One of the one of the dudes, actually, that I work with here at the station, he's a super big, like, space guy and we were talking i was telling we were talking and joking about rail guns like you know what would be cool for rail guns if they had a great big orbital one and i'm thinking jesus it's going to shoot the planet in half yes but that's not what he meant you use it and then you can get like a spaceship and shoot it out of the rail gun to make it go really far off into space what if it hits something we don't think about that oh yeah no that's See, NASA's job. Yeah, that's Na- Yeah, we don't consider that. That's a NASA thing, not a, not a Ryan and Brando thing. Oh, well, that sounds like a good idea yeah, then. Because in the idea, we get to go to Saturn's moon Titan where it rains diamonds, and that's pretty cool. In like one day. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> I'm <laughs> we'll going to Saturn. <laughs> we'll be back in a week. <laughs> Excellent. That'd be uh, neat. It's probably cold there. Oh, it's super cold there, yeah. But yeah. you know where it wasn't cold? Calgary. Oh yeah, no, that, it was nice. That's we what we uh, call Segway. We were at the Shaw Convention Center, which is downtown Calgary, and walking distance to many things. First thing I have on my notes: um, your recommendations for places to go to eat and or drink. Mostly the and or portion of that. <laughs> uh, the Unicorn. Yeah, super good. It's my favorite bar in the whole world. We'll give them a shout out right here. There, they have there are three bars at once. They're a full fledged sports bar on the top floor. Yep. They're like a regular just pub type bar on the middle floor, yep. ground floor, and then they have a basement that's like an old school Irish pub with the dartboards and the wood floors and the bare walls. It's and dingy because it's just like a stone foundation that you're inside of. Yeah, it's, it's like so cool. Freaking cold down there. Yeah, dude. And it's got like <laughs> different menus, sort of in between. They have a different kitchen on the f- between the basement and the main floors. It's super yeah. cool. It's a and, great place. and their signature beer, the Twisted Horn. We had lots of it. Twisties. I, I we've learned is the. Um, colloquial name the for them colloquialism is that twisty i got twisted 
Yeah, me too. Got my horn twisted. Oh, dude, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, don't Google that. Yeah, no, don't. We left here on Friday at like noon or whatever. We got in at like six or seven or whatever. We picked up some supper, some food, went to a bar, whatever. Yeah, man. So we uh, we stayed up to like four. And Every we night. We didn't play not one game of Magic at the house. I think that F.U. Jesse and then Lenny and Steven might have yes. played some Magic, but like I went out drinking after the event every night and i came home and i drank some more and then i went to sleep yeah and uh i mean it is a great time we just hung out and chatted talked about magic talked about life different cultures hey like like where we're from versus where they're from it's awesome it was a very good time so at the event we get there and we we get there on friday was the first friday day. is the first day but the main event didn't start till saturday Right. It's a funny story about that when we get there. But Friday, we pick up our vouchers because we got the fin- Commander Fanatic packages. Yeah, we got our cool lightning bolt and then our less cool lightning bolt mat. I don't like the mat. I think it's fine. It's fine, but I don't like it. What I don't do you... like it like I like the Mutavault one we got last year. Oh, yeah, I like the Mutavault one from yeah. Vegas. Yeah, dude. Um, They have individual play mats for, like, individual events, hey? Yeah. We got the, like, the... the the fanatic package playmat or whatever, but the light or the GP Calgary playmat was like that other one. It, it was the was, Rakdos one. No, no, that was extra charge. The main event playmat. Oh, <laughs> it is the ugliest thing I have ever seen. It was a Channel Fireball Canada like Canadian flag. It wasn't even a Canadian maple, flag. Sorry, maple leaf on it playmat. It was just like a red stripe and a. It, it's super gross. Even Ursula doesn't like it. Evan was like, I'm going to leave this in the Airbnb as like a placemat just to see if anybody just takes it because I hate this thing that much. It was the worst playmat I've totally ever seen. That's totally funny. I feel so bad for all those people that paid like $100 to play in the main event, scrubbed out in three rounds, and only ended up with that playmat. I actually kept that playmat so I can use it on my desk because I work on playmats lots. Sure, you get paint on them. Yeah. It's, like a, it's a drop sheet. That's what uh, yeah. it is. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So I have it. So I was gonna say we got we got a a lightning bolt plate mat. We got the promo, and it's like a foil full art bolt. It's worth money. So, what do you think about the fanatic package? Because lots of people don't buy them, and then those same people are the ones that are complaining about like no space to play games. Granted, one hundred and fifty dollar buy in for this package. It, they're expensive, and I think that if you play all your games and you have good games, I think that they're a great deal. We got one in Vegas. We got them here. And I think it was great. I think it was the right decision. It guaranteed us play space. You got packs. I effing hate packs. You got prize ticks. In this particular case, I didn't particularly care for the prize ticks. <laughs> so I ended up trading them for effing packs. And we'll goddamn get to that later. But um, I think that it's the way to go. You get a cool playmat. You get a cool promo, which is worth, call it 60 bucks, And then you get to play at least $90 worth of magic. Peeling decals off the wall in the next studio. Sorry if you hear that. <laughs> yeah, if you hear painting, that's I didn't know they were painting today. That's Sorry, fine. Uh, 150 bucks. You get three scheduled event entries with your package. Those were tragic. We'll get into that. We'll in talk minute. about that in a second. Then you get nine on-demand events, and we fired on-demand events with like all kinds of people: members of CCO Nation, members of the Dude Bro Force that was there, our buddies that scrubbed out, what yeah. have you, right? Yeah, me and uh, Lenny went and we we sharked a few people. That oh was fun. no, <laughs> no! So you guys are just yeah. playing like dirty combos and stuff. Well, yeah, Lenny had a he had a great deck actually. Um, uh, Tashar, Tashar, yeah, it was like a mono white 
super sweet combo and he was like super fast and then i would play something that was a little slower yeah so if they used all of their interaction to stop him and then left me alone i would just get them afterwards and then you just split prize tickets yeah yeah so you mentioned packs and prize tickets okay so here's how it works in canada our gambling laws are such that if you enter into an event you need to um be awarded some thing that has a monetary value yes or else it's gambling that is correct. And you need a license for that. Yeah. And ticks don't te- technically have a monetary value. Yeah, they, they actually cannot put or say that ticks have monetary value at all because then they're printing money. That's right. And that's even more illegal than gambling without a license. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they give us packs. You enter into a, a scheduled event. You get four packs, 20 ticks. If you win your round, you get 40 more ticks. Yeah. So you can get like 60 ticks. That's good. That's not too bad. And four packs. Yeah. And uh, the promo lands were... We'll get to the promo lands in a bit. Brando only complains about anything, FYI. That's not true. (laughs) That's not true. You play in an on-demand and you get two packs and winner takes 40 ticks. And sometimes if you play with the dude bros, you know, you play two games in a row, everybody gets 20 ticks. Everybody splits. You split them up. And 20 ticks gets you two more packs. Yeah. 10 ticks is worth about five bucks, right? Sure. That's fine. In, In American... GPs or Magic Fests, you, you don't get packs. You sit down, they just give you ticks. Yeah. And you get them whether you win or don't win or whatever. Um, what's better? You, I know you don't like packs. Yeah, um, I don't like packs. Ravnica Allegiance was the packs they were giving out. Is there just not enough value in there? There's For me, there just wasn't stuff that I wanted. And yeah. we're going to get to that later in the show about stuff that I effing wanted. But like when I opened all of my prize packs, I think I had 27 or 28 of them. That's good. And I've got, I don't know, i got two shocks and a foil smothering tithe. And oh, really? Yeah. That's I, good. And I think that's it. Really? Like no no hydroid crisis? No, it was all bulk other than that. Like I opened shit. just a bunch of bulk, and that's why I don't like them. Because, like, yeah, if you get ticks, you might get you might technically overpay for some foil rare or something. But at least you're getting a card that you want. Yes. As opposed to now I have all this stuff, and I, like, put it in my recycling bin. Yeah, that's a thing. Like, what am I going to do with all of these commons? I have them all already. I don't need them. So, well, you know, you recycle them. And that, it, I don't know, it just feels bad. Yeah. that That is a thing. When uh, when we got, when we got there and got packs and stuff and we asked the question, like, what about ticks? Like, can we still trade our unused vouchers if we have any? Can we trade those in for prize tickets or, or do we get packs? Like, it was just different and it was maybe not quite what we were expecting. Yeah, it wasn't bad, just not what I went in there. Did it make the $150 buy-in to just jam games literally whenever we wanted? Did it make uh, that less so? No. 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 Did we have any less fun? Absolutely not. Um. I had a great time, I and agree. quite frankly, saying I fucking hate packs was one of my favorite things. Because <laughs> yeah. every time they'd give me a pack, I, like, I fucking hate packs, and everybody I was playing with is like, "Whoa, this guy's hostile." What's yeah, up with this now guy? He's um, crazy. Just just for CCO Nation's own information, I asked uh, one of the head guys at the prize wall, like the guy that was running the prize wall all weekend, can we trade prize tickets for packs or vice versa? He said, "Yes, absolutely." Yeah, so this thing that has a monetary value that we get in the pack, you can actually trade for things that don't have a monetary value in tickets. So (laughs) a little bit contradictory, but I asked the question to a couple people, and I just traded in a whole bunch of packs for a whole bunch of tickets. And some of them were to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I ended up getting a whole bunch of different packs. I got some some packs that were gonna open flippy. You'll you'll mm. see those videos and let me tell you they are some spicy ones. Yeah. I I I didn't know. Well I guess I got one. I got a UMA pack. I got one. I was balling. I was balling out of control. Oh yeah, and you, yeah. you opened up a foil eternal witness. And in all this dust. So I actually got oh, a Oh yeah, that's not a, terrible. Yeah, I got a good UMA pack for the first time ever. No, that's not true. We opened that one, I got a noble hierarch. That was a good one. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I opened a foil uh what is it? What did I trade that? Uh, cabal oh, coffers. Yeah, foil, foil cabal coffers. Hell yeah. Yeah, so we we got these packs. They were great. Is it worth it? Is it not? Tell you what didn't happen. We didn't get asked to move, not one single time. And I know that's a thing that people run into at GPs. So much so that Channel Fireball events actually announced for the third quarter of this year that they are having dedicated casual play um, spaces at Magic Fest. That's so cool. That is really cool. It's it shows that they're listening to the, the when people tell them things, they're listening to them, and that's yeah, great. Yeah, hundred percent. Now, does that make me want to not buy Fanatic packages in the future? That's the question. Not me. No, I, you're still gonna get. Well, them? I want the stuff, and I like. I like playing when there's something on the line, but like I play casual all the time, and I think that when you have a scheduled, here's a here's a voucher give me a beeper i'll go play a game with some people like maybe you don't like just walking up to randoms and say hey let's play a game of commander yeah it, it kind of forces you to meet people right and yeah. that's kind of what it's about yeah like that's why you that's why we go to these things is to hang out with you guys and meet new people and play games of magic with them yeah i got some random fus just like randomly walking into the hall like right when we got there on friday hey f you yeah we got yeah, <laughs> yeah being recognized is kind of scary uh yeah <laughs> yeah like it was cool though like I'm, I'm super happy to everybody that ever that came up and said hello but i was not expecting anybody to recognize my voice or be like oh cool that's a great commander cookout shirt do you know those guys i'm like yeah i'm brando whoa that's oh, so cool like yeah. i wasn't expecting that to ever happen and it did so super I was, neat. I was on top of the world for for a good three four days yeah Super awesome. So you mentioned scheduled events. Duh. Let's talk about them, but let's let's put a positive spin yeah. on it based on the, the, the trend in the format right now. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. When I was packing to go to Calgary, I had all my decks laid out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring four because I don't want to bring my whole box. What do I bring? So I figured I threw slivers in my box. It's, comp it's competitive. It's good. It's not CDH, but it can roll you if you yeah, leave it alone it, a little it, bit. Yeah, it'll, it'll run with the big dogs, and it'll kill you out of nowhere if randomly you miss a turn, uh, Mr. CEDH. Yeah, like it yeah. can mess you up bad. So I figured that's going to be my fallback deck. And I brought Norin, and I brought Marchesa mini stacks, and I brought um, Omnath Wrecking Ball. So yeah. All of those are really strong decks, but they're not, not fun. They're good times. Cool. And I brought Marchesa mini stacks because I was thinking I should bring stacks. Because I figured, like, my CDH deck, Norin, probably isn't going to roll with actual CDH, but it, but stacks tracks, I can. Yeah. Like I. Oh, and stacks would have been so good at this format. Oh, or my. This, this, the, this event because there's so many combo decks. Oh, my God. I spent the whole weekend just wishing I brought stacks because I wasn't expecting, based on my GP Vegas experience, to run into that much blazing fast combo cdh there was so much of it there yeah now here's here's the observations that we made so we're, we're packing our decks on um thursday night yeah and we say i think that on the scheduled events because there's going to be ticks on the line there is going to be decks that do powerful things 100 and the powerful decks the powerful edh decks are going to be the ones that try to beat you or try to just kill you 
like Omnath maybe, on turn seven. Yeah. For sure on eight, which is like normal in Commander as long as it's not casual, right? Um, how am I going to, what decks do I bring to just kill them faster than that? Like if I want to be that guy. Sure. Um, so you bring like turn five, six combo decks or like light control decks with combo backup. Yeah. Um, what actually showed up on, on the day of, the days of, are crazy fast control decks, crazy fast combo decks. Like I lost on turn four like more than twice. I lost on turn three at least three times. And that's fine because like I was playing Zata and if I lost a die roll and went not first in the game, my turn four coming up was the turn that I was going to win. Sure. Right? And I did turn four somebody with Animar. I did turn four somebody with Animar. And all that's fine, I think, because that's the way that the the format is trending. Like people are okay with running stuff in their decks that are like full-blown CEDH cards and they're fine with calling it CEDH. Yeah. Like, I, is, I, that, is that okay? I think, C, I, I don't know, I think we're moving to a place where I think CEDH and EDH need to, or CEDH and Commander or whatever you want to call them, yeah. need to be looked at differently, if not scheduled differently. Because there was a few games I sat down to play, and I'm not going to call anybody out, but there was a couple of people that I met over the weekend that were like, oh, I just built this deck last week, I just threw it together or whatever, I'm trying to learn it, or yeah, this is super casual. Like, and then just... Gitrog turn three, Yeah. Guy. Like, literally that. Infinite combo turn three, like, oh yeah, you just you just accidentally did that. that yeah. That just, you just so happened to have all the fast mana in the game, and you Give me a break, dude. Like, sit down. I'm playing CDH. Just sit down and do that. I like I like that. Um, and I, like, they're not different formats, so I don't think they would ever be scheduled differently. Yeah. But if there have was your CDH pin on, like, hey, this is yeah, what I'm have a, doing. Have a sign on your table, right? Yeah, like, don't Ma- try and talk. Maybe people. this. Maybe they schedule casual commander, and maybe they schedule like a commander tournament. Yeah, that's fine. Right? Sure. Because casual commander is a thing that people are looking for. Yeah, that's. I think that's why people get into Commander. And then the first Commander place. for prizes is what we were actually playing. Yeah. Right. And well, even when we got out of the scheduled events and we got into like our on demands, I bumped into fewer CEDH decks. Oh, there. I didn't bump into any. Oh, I certainly. You, you yeah. got you. You had a case of the run bads where you bumped into like three on on demand events that just yeah. like you got rolled because you were actually looking for casual games with yeah. like with people. Yeah, I was looking to play games with people, not get rolled yeah i i didn't have that happen but i saw it happening yeah but uh, it was a definite different feel when like air quotes prizes weren't on the line 40 tickets oh yeah okay. yeah it's right four shitty it's packs. fine um <clears throat> this is this is the issue that i take there's two things okay the first thing is the gap between regular commander and cedh is narrowing and people are okay with this i don't know if i am but go on well, again, casual commander versus commander tournaments. Sure. If you play in a commander tournament now, I think it would be uh, fine to expect to sit down, not play magic, and and get comboed on. Yeah. Uh, unless that is what you're sitting down to do yourself, in which case you're packing like 15 to 18 pieces of interaction, a density of two-card combos, and a whole bunch of stuff that shuts off the opponent's decks. Yeah. And tutors. Awesome. And and, and that's, that's fine if that's what competitive commander's turning into. What I'm not fine with, and this is my second point, 
I'm not fine with people being pathological liars about it. Agreed. And I use the term pathological liar because I honestly believe that people think that this this is the group of people who thinks that CEDH is like this boogeyman thing and say things like, oh yeah, my Gitrog deck is just like, it's just not, it's not CEDH, it's not dredge, it's casual, it's not combo. And then you literally combo turn three every single game that I saw of the deck, which were three different instances. Yeah. Pathological lying is, oh, this is just a fun deck. It doesn't do any combos. I don't think it can even win on turn three. And then you proceed to immediately kill me on turn three. Yeah. Pathological lying is, I just built this deck last week, and I heard you say to somebody else in a different pod, oh, yeah, this is my favorite deck. I've had it for years. Yeah. And then you beat a bunch of noobs on turn three because you want to have a quick game, but your Edric deck takes 25 minutes to play out one turn. Yeah. This is pathological, and it's not okay. No. If you want to play competitive commander... Have at you. I'll actually even play with you. Yeah. But you have to tell me that that's what we're playing. Yeah, like, call me on, and I'll do it. I'll bust out stacks with you. I'll do it. Yeah, stacks I'm, and combo yeah. and storm and, like, I'll jam Force of Will, Swan Song, Pact of Negation, Mana Drains. Like, I will play all of the fast mana. I will play all of the cards from 1994 that I'm allowed to. Right? <laughs> like, this is fine. Yeah, we're, we're, People can swing that way. They can. There's lots of people that are willing to... but. Just be upfront about it. Don't try and down, oh, you know, okay, if we're playing casual, I'll put this away and pull out this more fun deck. And then you just get, n- no, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. And I mean, f- yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. I think we've said, I think we've said our piece. Just be upfront about what you're doing. And like, if you got a big time deck, that's fine. Be honest about it. Yeah, you know what? I think we've talked about this in, in with the CCO Dude Bros lots, and we've said that we've got to do a better job on CCO podcast in the past. Like, we have to sit down and say, hey, what are you guys playing? Yeah. And then we have to not lie. Yeah, and then not, like, don't lie about that's, it. That's the other qualifier to playing good games of Commander is don't lie. Because there's nothing on the line, really. It's four packs. Who cares? The prize wall at GP Calgary was pitiful. Yeah, wasn't that good? It was pitiful. I'm so, if Channel Fireball is listening to this, your prize support at that GP was not very good. Ooh, shots fired. Totally. I will compared to Vegas. Well, you, I mean, and I know Vegas is way bigger. That, but it's the it's the actual biggest one. But it's all just bulk five dollar foils. That's what the prize wall is. It's extra shit that they have that they don't mind giving away for free. So just bring that shit it comes in a box like there was one little section of foils they were yeah. all standard and they were all junk yeah like i got I, two I, things that's why i can't why it, disagree i can't disagree um the only caveat is you're comparing the biggest gp yeah. to the, the literally like the smallest one that's true but we did we like 950 or something was attendance at, at the main event yeah like but it, it, at any level in life, I've never been to a place where I go over to a prize wall where I have to win a certain amount of oh, X. I got and I this. I get literally everything I want out of that board without even trying. I got this. I think that the prize wall should be at least on par with the worst vendor. Yes. The worst vendor. 
Absolutely. Or, or, sorry, none of the vendors have bad stuff. The smallest vendor. The vendor who has the least amount of stuff. Yeah, dude in the corner that had the like the 4,000 count box and like two little display cases. That guy was awesome, by the way. I, feel, I wish I could remember what store he was with. The, 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 the dudes, I traded in uh, my cards to get a Mox Diamond, because I'm that CEDH asshole. Um, <laughs> I got a Mox Diamond from the smallest vendor there. Nice. And I sure as hell couldn't get a Mox Diamond from the prize wall, because I probably had enough ticks. Like yeah. I had a lot of ticks. Yeah, man. Um, anyways, let's get back to something positive. Yes. Snap call. Your funnest game. Absolutely my funnest game I played with Lenny, Steven, and Evan, actually. All, all dude bros. All dude bros. It just, it's just how it worked out, and we were playing all decks that we really like. I was playing Norin and uh, who else? The counters, insect, wizard guy that Evan likes. Maserick. Maserick. And there was a Palancron combo deck, is what Steven was playing. And I believe what an asshole! <laughs> I know what a, what a douche, right? And uh, Fu Lenny, I think, was playing his five color Zada oh, General Tazzery deck. deck. Yeah. And we all had a chance to kind of go off, and there was lots of interaction. It was like bombs going back and forth. The game just got totally out of hand on everybody's turn for everybody. I ultimated a Jaya Ballard Planeswalker and got that emblem, so all my shit had flashback. I never realized how good that was until I started doing it. And it was the most fun. I think it was the most fun because I was playing with my friends, and I was getting to do everything I wanted to do without hosing anybody. Everybody else was doing what they wanted to do, interacting, and we just ended up having a really good game of Commander. People were stopping by and looking in, and it's like, what the hell is going on here? Like, what is happening? That's super slick. Yeah, dude. It was just a great game. What, what about you? Uh, my favorite game of the weekend probably had to be with myself playing a Land of the Dusk Rose. I actually love that deck. Um, ben, our buddy F.U. Ben. We've called him on the show once and told him he's a dumbass. Oh, he totally is. Yeah, he totally is. Um, he was playing my Rakdos Lord of Riots deck. Another very powerful deck. Not mm. broken, but very... Very strong. Very strong. Jesse's playing Scarab God. And it's got mana drains, and it's got, like, force it, of will. It's there. It's Very strong. There. Thankfully, he didn't eat all day, so he, like, <laughs> totally missed having a force of will in his hand and didn't <laughs> cast it. What a dummy. <laughs> and then we played a gentleman uh, by the name of Chris, and he was, like, from um, the Yukon or Northwest Territories. Dope. He flew in with um, his friend or brother, and... Um, they were part of the Gamers Den YEG group. I tagged a picture of him on Twitter because we actually ended up giving this Chris guy uh, a bunch of our packs because he he uh, scrubbed out of the main event on day one. Oh. He paid 90 bucks. He flew from like Whitehorse or something. And me and Jesse were like, here's some packs. Let's take a picture. And we post, posted it on Twitter. Um, we played the funnest game. Uh, oh, Chris was on Brutaclad. All so good one. Super tokens and jostling for position the whole game. Ben was going to win with, like, everybody take damage spell into Eldrazi, Eldrazi, uh, Eldrazi, Heartless Hidetsugu. And he was just going to kill everybody the next turn. Jesse blows him out. Chris destroys Jesse, like, the next turn, like, take 20, with a bunch of tokens and um, Eldrazi Temple? What is it? Sure, Conscription. No, the, the one that gives your dudes, like, haste and flying. Eldrazi Temple? Eldrazi Temple. Eldrazi Monument. Eldrazi Monument. Yeah, that one. So I got blown out, like, because I had, I, I curved out, like, Rock, Rock, Cathar's Crusade, Bitter Blossom. Oof. That is so powerful. Yeah, dude. So powerful. Into Alenda, and she became, like, a 2020. 
And then when they all died, because of course they're gonna, I Jesse stole the Alenda. She died. He had a bunch of tokens, and then I massacre wormed and killed Jesse. <laughs> then Chris killed, or Chris got Ben down to three. Ben kills himself with a, a famine, deals three damage to everything, Ooh. just so we could finish the game. And I ended up taking taking Chris to Pound Town with a bunch of bitter blossoms because I replayed bitter blossoms after a rift. Ooh. And uh, funnest game, Chris was from out of town. He was buddies with the the guys from Gamers Den that we met the night before that actually bought some altars for me. Right. And then we got to give him a bunch of packs, and it was totally fun. Yeah, I think I met I think I think met him too. I came over and, and said hi after you guys were done your game. Yeah. I think we were actually playing the game that I was talking about at the same time we I were playing that one. I think that you were, yeah. the same games. It's pretty cool. I got another one for you. Okay. Best play you saw or did all weekend? Oh, it's... I'm going to toot my own horn. Oh, baby. Because I'm so sneaky. So me and Lenny had, we had snaked a couple of guys. You're a dirtbag. You probably lied about the decks, too. Totally didn't. (laughs) Nobody asked, but they didn't know that we were playing together until after the game. So sorry, everybody. We did. We we fell to that level. Yeah, you were those guys. So third game, we roll up, and the one guy's like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm just playing for fun, casual. And one of the guys that we met who's a fan of the show actually came to do that guy's not playing for fun. It's infinite combat steps. It's. Totally CDH. Oh, he, he, Asisio Nation, Asisio Nationalite yep. told you about some guy? Yeah, like warned he, me about this dude. He was dude. a spy. Yeah, dude. So it was me and Lenny and this other dude that we had met throughout the course of the weekend. I'm really sorry, man. I'm terrible with names. I met a lot of new people. We're all sitting down. I warned him, hey, okay, this guy's playing CDH, so like bust out your shit. So it's General Tazari, Slivers, and I think other guy was playing the island guy that you had built for a while. Uh, Arixmethes. Arixmethes. control bog out on three land so he just had oh a, no he had a non-game and other guys playing that red creature that has wooberg untap all your dudes they get lifelink trample take an extra combat step oh yeah the so battle bond one so it's just infinite combat steps out your wazoo it's the worst so we're playing and lenny lets on really quick that he's tefri con- or tezzerit combo and then this guy we all know so he's not really letting it slip but we all know and he knows that we know but i'm just playing some slivers and i'm like ooh slivers and how slivers, huh, slivers i'm a noob how my sliver deck defends itself is it plays things like indestructible sliver and sliver legion and all these things so i had these i was just playing big dumb idiots and then blocking you had these, a wall of huge dudes exactly blocking these stupid attacks and everybody's like oh it's sliver even lenny who hadn't seen my deck go off on the weekend was just like Oh, he's just playing Sliver Aggro. It's fine. And yeah. everybody's trying to win and da-da-da-da. And Lenny, like, just blows his whole control wad, stopping infinite combat step guy from winning. And they're all just like, ah, whatever, I'll get another turn because this guy's got blown out because he's got no land and this guy's playing aggro slivers. He can't possibly <laughs> win. So I go tap nine, tooth and nail. Oh, no. And they're all like, ah, they're gonna. he's going to get some slivers. It's going to be terrible. This is going to be great. And then I go through my deck, and I find my two cards, and I put them face out. I'm like, hey, guys, are you ready for the best all-sliver tooth and nail of all time? <sighs> totally are. Kiki-jiki zealous conscript, baby. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I, I think I actually tilted Lenny off the earth. Oh, like, no. He just fell off the planet. You made the earth flat and then turned it sideways. <laughs> yeah. It was just terrible. But it was so fun. Yeah, see, I can swing with you guys too, you jerks. Oh, that is excellent. It was just so good. And nobody countered me. Nobody interacted with me because they're just, yeah, whatever. He's going to find two slivers and it's going to be funny. No. And and then I just won the game. It's very good. What's your favorite play of the weekend, Ryan? Okay. You know that I like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, dude. Um, And uh, tell me I'm wrong on Twitter. 
but sometimes the best wheel of fortune is like mountain sol ring mana rock in this case was a ruby medallion on like turn two or whatever my turn three comes around i draw a helm of awakening so ruby medallion and helm of awakening both make uh, my red spells cheaper than helm of awakening makes everybody's spells one generic cheaper sure so that was my turn three and then i wheel i wheeled with like one card in my hand i discarded like a whatever nothing doesn't matter whatever i have zada in play i wheel i draw seven i'm like i'm ready i'm ready to dunk on whoever oh i like that i like the sound of that buddy to my left goes guy diagonal from me is a judge out of thunder bay ontario okay canada (laughs) (laughs) and uh he played a bunch of stuff he was playing um tatiova yeah and and i know it's got like a mind slaver lock in it right so i'm thinking "Uh oh like what's going on he drops a whole bunch of stuff and then refills his hand again after the wheel of fortune the wheel yeah and he leaves one blue open. Okay, fine. He can swan song something maybe. Like I'll just have to like work through a swan song on my storm turn with Zada. Fine. Guy across from me is the same Gitrog guy who pathologically lied to me and said, oh yeah, no, it's just like a fun Gitrog list. Right. Yeah. It's his turn four because he went first. I never want to die roll all goddamn weekend. Ooh. And Zada likes a die roll because it's like one turn, right? Yeah, man. It's important. Um, so he goes, thanks for the... Helm of Awakening, and in his head he goes, idiot, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he drops Gitrog, then he drops like uh, Oblivion Crown on it, which lets him like discard lands to draw cards. And he, he's just going to rip through his deck until he can like dredge out the win or whatever he's going to do, right. right? And he's like looking at me like, I can't, like you can't counter it. You're playing red and you're tapped out, you dumbass, right? <laughs> the judge to his right is like, hey, thanks for the Helm of Awakening, and then he non-overloads Cyclonic Rift, <laughs> the Gitrog. He's like, I just got to get rid of that so you don't immediately win. But I think that the Zata guy is just going to win now with seven cards in his hand. <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, I guess the Oblivion Crown will go to my graveyard. Now I'll put the Gitrog back in the command zone. And then he passed the turn and I killed him. <laughs> and everybody else. <laughs> Why didn't he put the Gitrog back in his hand? Um, I don't know. Because then he would have to discard? I guess. I don't know. He Yeah, because he drew, like he was at seven, then he drew, and then he played a card from the command zone, and maybe he didn't want to discard anything. I guess. I don't know. Maybe his hand was just full of land. That's why he played the Oblivion Crown. Maybe. Anyways. So that was awesome. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome play. And the, the game against the judge, like I comboed out, and he was cool with it, and then me and him were just t- chatting about altars, and some other judges came over, and always talk to your judges, kids. It, it's always a ton of fun because they have so much knowledge. We met that one judge. Uh, was it, no, it wasn't the same guy, and he had those cool tokens for us. And on the oh, back yeah. of the tokens is like a little thing where you can go online and rate the judges that you meet. Like a I judge survey. That, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently yep. that's a thing where if you meet a judge, you can go online and talk about the good, the bad, the helpful, the irritating experience you have with judges at events. Yeah. And we got a cool foil insect token. You got a soldier, I think. Yeah. I got a bug. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, me, me and that judge uh, jammed another game after as well, and I got mine slaver locked that game. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, right? That's a recognized, legitimate strategy in like stacks, decks, or whatever it is, wherever mine slaver lock gets played. And it was totally fun because he wasn't a dick and he wasn't condescending and he didn't do anything that like irritated me. And it was just a fun 
game and to pick his brain about kind of him traveling around the country and the continent being a judge. It's the kind of interactions that I very much appreciate at these things is meeting like-minded people who are trying to grind out a living like I'm trying to do through Magic the Gathering. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, man. And it was just a, a very hearty experience for me to sit down and play with this judge. And he even had a altered Tatiova that his friend did. Cool. So we connected on that level too. Neato. So, totally fun. That's totally dope. We met all kinds of neat people, which I think is, that's, I don't know, that's my favorite part of being at the GP is I got to meet so many cool people. And yeah, I pimped out some decks and I got some cool finds. Maybe I'll write about that in an article later. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I think that all of that was secondary to the fact that I got to meet so many of you guys who are listening right now and a whole bunch of other new people and just come together through a mutual love of this game that we talk about so damn much. That sounds like a, uh, a pretty good final thought of the day, but before before you get into it any further, I want to I wanna wrap things up and then you wrap, wrap them, them up. You, you got to put the bow on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, our big announcements. We are moving to a second podcast, Commander Ad Populum. It's going to be a ton of fun. There's going to be some pretty pretty down to earth but hopefully meaningful and moving topics yes community driven so of course once we get our discord set up and 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 the email and the facebook and everything for that set up make sure you get on there and you let us know what you want us to talk about yes we will drive it home make sure you watch the commander cookout podcast patreon page for changes there and that's how you're going to get in on that discord so you can send us Lists for Arc of Audience 2.0. The Revenge. Yes. I can't. What are we going to call the third one next year? Well, I'm sure that we're. The Audience gonna... Strikes Back. No, that sounds too Star Warsy. Yeah, we'll probably get sued. George Lucas will be up our butts to the microscope. Uh, we'll think of something. Yeah, we'll think of something. So get get the lists in through our Discord channel that should be open uh, hopefully the same day that this episode launches. So it's all like all at once. Like a, like a package. Yeah. yeah. Make sure to peepcommandercookout.com commander ad populum page that we're going to set up yeah so that you have be, all the info in one spot yeah that'll be there at some point in the hopefully the near future give us time these things do take a while and we're just two dudes yeah that's it and finally make sure to peep the youtube channel you can actually our deck giveaway we didn't uh, mention it the deck giveaway for the alesha who smiles at death list right still going on so peep the youtube pages for both candid cookouts and open flippy videos because we got some pretty slick packs to crack yeah dude final thought of the day give us your summation of mf and calgary one more time summation mf and calgary was probably one of my favorite magic experiences i've ever had i really enjoyed meeting so many cool people in a big city and just having fun there's nothing that can be expressed more than the fact that i had fun for 72 straight hours because of you guys because i got to hang out with you guys and i got to do all these fun things with you and my friends and make new friends and i felt like my circle got bigger and it really drove home for me the community that we're building here at commander cookout which is amazing and incredibly positive and i have no complaints and when i can't complain about something that really says something that is excellent. You guys, it was it was CCO Nation that did a good job this weekend because Brando can't even complain. Yeah. Excellent. And that's a great way to end this episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Woo!